God has great things for us. And, you know, here we are at the start of a new year, 2024. It's a few weeks in now. And, but at the start of a new year, often we can approach New Year. You know, the, the buzz is to set New Year's resolutions. You know, I'm, I'm going to lose weight this year. I'm going to eat better. You see articles about 10 ways to get fit in the new year. You make, maybe you've got a new wardrobe. And so we can come up with all these plans to, for self-improvement. How can I make myself better this year? How can I grow? And they're good things. It's good to have a plan. It's good to have a vision, just like Stu was talking about. But often that equates to just self-improvement. Me helping myself get better. And there could be good things. I, I want to pray more this year. I want to read my Bible more. And, and we can add these things to our life in the hope that this year we'll be better, we'll be stronger, we'll be wiser, we'll grow in ourselves this year. And it's good to have those plans. But it's like these self-upgrades. You know, we just want to keep upgrading ourselves. But here's the thing. I don't believe that God is in the upgrade business. See, Ephesians 4, verse 21 to 24 says, Since you have heard about Jesus and learned the truth that comes to him, throw off your old sinful nature, your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. God's not just about patching us together giving us upgrades, but about giving us new for old. And you could say it's a new year for a new you. Let's start out this new year not just upgrading ourselves, not just hoping to get better, but to be made new by God's power and by God's presence. Oswald Chambers said this, Our Lord never patches up our natural virtues, that is, our natural traits, qualities or characteristics, he completely remakes a person on the inside, put on the new man. That's powerful. I don't want God to just patch me up and, and hope that I get through. No, God gives us new for old. You know, I think about it, I, I, I love technology and I love right getting into the depths. I'm a bit of a nerd in that sense. And you know, you see on your phone and you always, you got apps on your phone, you get software updates. I don't think God wants to give us a software update this year. You know, you see in the description sometimes, bug fixes and improvements. And we can approach our lives sometimes, oh, just, I need some bug fixes and improvements. But that's not how God operates. He gives us new for old. He gets out our old attitudes, our old ways, and gives us his new life, his new strength, his new power. Don't just upgrade your natural life. Live in his new life this year. So what new things does God have for us? And how do we live in his new life? How do we not just settle for upgrades, but how do we walk in the newness of life that he has for us? How do we get made new each and every day and walk in that life? Well, firstly, I think it starts with surrendering the old. We can have old attitudes, old mindsets, old thoughts, old burdens. It's time to cast those things off and pick up the new things that he has for us. We can get comfortable living in a certain way. 
get comfortable with a certain way of life. But God's not called us to be comfortable and just get by from day to day. He wants to give us new things. In that scripture in Ephesians 4, it says, Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. It's hard to pick up something new when you're so attached to something old. And we've got to let go of some things. As we start off this new year, don't just try and hold on to what you had. Reach out for what the new thing that God has for you. I don't know about you, but I have a tendency to be a hoarder. You know, I like to hold on to things just in case I might need it. And it lives in the cupboard for ages. I never touch it again. But I've got it there just in case. And we could approach life maybe like that emotionally, and spiritually, we hold on to things that we're comfortable with, a certain way of living, a certain attitude we have, and we hoard these things in our life, and we can't pick up the new things that God has for us because we're so attached to the old. We hold on to things just in case, but God's got something new. Colossians 3, verse 3 to 4, Paul says, your old life is dead. Your new life, which is your real life, even though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in God. He is your life. When Christ, your real life, remember, shows up again on this earth, you'll show up too. The real you, the glorious you. Meanwhile, be content with obscurity like Christ. Your old life is dead. And we can carry around dead things. Things that are old, things that we, we should leave behind and not pick up the new. And we carry around these burdens from our past, these things that, that Paul says and the Bible talks about that are dead. We can't patch up something that's dead. God's got something new for us. Jesus said in, in Luke 5, verse 36 to 37, No one tears a piece of cloth from a new garment and uses it to patch an old garment. For then the new garment would be ruined. And the new patch wouldn't even match the old garment. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. For the new wine would burst the wineskins, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. God's got new things. Don't just try and patch up the old. The, the, the things that are dead. The things that we should have let go of a long time ago. Take the opportunity to reach out for the new. But we've got to let go of the old. Surrender. Our attitudes. Thoughts, cares, worries, these things that maybe are dead from our past, it's time to let go. Romans 6, verse 1 to 3. Well then, should we keep on sinning that God has shown us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined with him in his death? He's got new things, but we hold on to the dead things of the past. It's time to let it go. It's time to surrender. It's time to put those things away and pick up the new things that God has for us. So we have to surrender the old. Secondly, if we're to embrace the new life that God has for us, we need to learn the new. He has new life for you. But don't just carry on the same way you did before. Learn a new way to live. You know, again, I'll talk about technology. I love technology. Who can remember when you used to have a phone that had buttons on it? And maybe you were a bit scared that they were taking away your buttons. 
But how quickly did you learn to use a screen with no buttons? And it's the same thing. It's like if we approach our life the old way, doing things like we used to, like we've, we've become comfortable with over years, but God's given us something completely new. You know, I don't go around with a, a rotary phone. Trying, okay, I'm going to call Belinda. What is her number again? You remember the old, for the ancient people out there. <laughs> you had to dial that way. But you had to remember everyone's number too. That was crazy. But it's like we try and live in an old way when God's got something completely new for us. And you can't use old methods for the new life. Colossians 3 verse 10 says, Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. The posture of a disciple is that of a learner. I'm a disciple of Jesus and I want to be continually learning from him. He's always got new things to show me. He's always got new life for me and I don't want to stop learning and think, I know it all. No, I need to learn his new ways for my life. I want to die as a learner, someone who's learning. I want to learn for the rest of my life. I remember someone saying a quote that they want to die an apprentice. I'm always an apprentice of Jesus. I'm always learning from him. He's always got new things for me to learn. Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30, Come to me, all you who labor and who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Who are you learning from? It's good to to learn from many different places, but I want to learn, most of all, from Jesus, from his word. He's got so much for me to learn and grow how to live. I want to learn and know all the things that he has for me in my life. If we want to be made new, we need to learn from Jesus, learn his ways, his thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And I want to learn and grow everything that he has for me. Romans 12 verse 2 says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Learn from him. Don't learn from the world. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. We can learn from lots of different sources, but I want to learn from Jesus because only he has new life. I love what the disciples said to Jesus. They said, only you have the words of life. I want to learn from him day in and day out. Again, talking about technology, I love to investigate things and learn how to do things. And I do stuff with my devices and people are like, I didn't know you could do that. And that's because I'm the weirdo who sat and watched the whole video about how to use your phone in the proper way. <laughs> I went with Stu to Macca's the other day and we ordered on the Macca's app and they're like, oh, wow, that's really cool. I've never done that before. And it's because I, I, I just love to learn and grow. And you, there's all these things that God has opened up in your life, but we don't even know about it. Because we don't take the time to read the word and understand what he has for us. This life, this freedom that he has for us, this forgiveness that he has for us, this healing and this life. He has so much for you, but we don't take the time to read the word and learn and understand everything he has for us. He has new life for you. But take time to learn. Are you reading the word every day? 
Are you taking time to, to study everything that God has for you? I love my son, Micah. He's like information. He will always come up with these weird facts. Did you know this? Did you know that? We should be like that with God's word. Well, did you know that we're set free? Did you know that we're healed? Did you know all these things that God has for us? And we settle for the old when we don't understand the new. We settle for old ways of life, the ways we used to live. We do things and we settle for that because we just don't understand what we've got. But God has amazing, incredible things for you. Take the time to learn. And yes, you know, we want to, every week in church, we want to come and bring a word of encouragement, things so that you can learn and grow. But take the time yourself. Don't just let it be a once a week thing on a Sunday. That kind of equates to bug fixes and improvements, software updates. But when you daily come into his word, seeking, learning, growing, it opens up a whole new world to you because you understand the new life that God has for you. Surrender the old. Learn the new. And then thirdly, we need to use the new. You know, imagine I've got a new phone. Do you know this takes amazing photos? The screen is incredible. And you might say, well, what's it look like? I don't know. I've never opened the box. But we could be like that sometimes. We, we learn all the great things that God has for us. We hear a great word on a Sunday. and Oh, yes, that's fantastic. But then we never put it into practice. We don't use the new thing that God has for us. Again, we're holding on to the old. We haven't let go of old things, and we can't pick up the new things. We've got to use what God has put into our lives. There's no point in being given new life if we don't put it into practice. In Matthew 7, verse 26 to 27, Jesus said, But if you use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach. When the storm rolled in and waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. That's pretty pointed there, Jesus. If you just use my words but never actually put them into practice, you're like a stupid carpenter. Wow. I don't want to be a stupid carpenter or a stupid electrician or whatever. I want to take the words that Jesus has given me. I want to take the new life that he's given me and put it into practice. I want to walk out the life he has for me. He has so much. He's opened up so much each and every day. There is new life available. But if I just sit back and, and put it on the shelf and ignore it, I don't see. I don't, it's not working in my life. Luke 11, verse 28, Jesus replied, But even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. I want to put into practice the things that I learn in the new life that he has for me. Let's walk out this new life. Let's walk in the newness of life he has for us day in and day out. And there'll be learning, learning new ways but that's what it is to follow Jesus. We learn from him day by day. Surrender the old. Learn the new. And use the new. God has new life for you. Don't just settle for upgrades this year. Don't just seek self-improvement. But embrace the new life that God has for you. It's a new year. And maybe it's time for a new you. But the thing I want to leave you with is... Don't just wait for a once-a-year renewal cycle. This is my 
new year cycle. I'm, I'm making myself new. I want, I want new life. God has so much more than just a once a year renewal cycle. We, we evaluate, yeah, at the end of the year, how did I do? What could I do different this year? And we can wonder why we feel like we're on a spiritual and emotional roller coaster. Because life can be up, down, crazy, sideways, it throws things at you. And our emotions, even in our spirit, we can go on that same roller coaster ride. But what if, what if we could be consistent in our walk with Jesus, consistent in our faith, consistent in our hope? Because we haven't taken on the discipline of embracing his newness of life day by day. Paul said it this way in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 16. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. And I can fall into the trap of just having my annual renewal cycle. I go to Jesus, Lord, make me new. But no, Paul says we are renewed day by day. And so don't just wait for the start of a new year to think about the new life that I have. I pray that it would be a day-by-day discipline of going to Jesus. I invite the team to come. And I was thinking about this time when I was young, and I'd just got my P-plate, so I'd probably just started driving for a few months, and a group of us here from church were meeting here, and we were going to go to uh, Austinmere Beach, which is like on the north side of Wollongong. All I knew, I didn't know we were going to Austinmere, I just knew we were going to a beach in Wollongong. So here I am, P-played, so I'm kind of learning how to drive. Right, hopefully I learned how to drive by that point. <clears throat> but I was following someone. You know, I, I don't think I had a mobile phone. I didn't have the number of the person I was following Remember the old maps where you had to look through? I enjoyed those maps, but I didn't know exactly where we were going. I just knew we were going to a beach in Wollongong. Well, along the way, I had to stop for something. Someone in my car needed something. And so I, got, I lost the person in front. Well, I knew we were going to a beach in Wollongong, so I drove to Wollongong, and I think I went to about 10 beaches and didn't find the people that I was going to go with. I didn't have a phone number. So we stayed for a little bit and went home. And my point is this, is that we need to follow Jesus with that same connection. We can't get disconnected from Jesus. We can stop at times. And this is what I'm talking about in the day-by-day renewal. You need to stay close to Jesus day-by-day. Or like I was going, turn-by-turn. And we can get separated sometimes and we become maybe lazy in our faith and we, we stop reading the Word for a season. We wonder why we don't get to the destination we're meant to be going. I missed my destination. I was in the vague right direction, but I missed the destination because I got disconnected from the person I was meant to be following. I want to be a follower of Jesus who follows after Him day after day, to be renewed day after day. Not just waiting for my once a year check-in or even a once a week check-in at church. No, day by day, He has new life for you. And so, yes, you could say new year, new you, but maybe it's new day, new me. I want to be new every day. And so that when I'm following Jesus, I am consistent. Though Paul said, outwardly, we're wasting away. I can attest for that. I'm getting older. 
I'm getting sore. I get, you know, different creaks. And, but even apart from all that, outwardly, life can be crazy. It can be up and down. But inwardly, I'm being made new day by day. And I pray that that would be your testimony, not just for this year, but for the rest of your life. That day by day, you are made new. Outwardly, I don't know what's going on. Outwardly, there's worries, there's, there's sickness. Outwardly, it seems like everything's falling apart, but inwardly, I'm being made new day by day. He has new life for you. And so I wanna encourage you, surrender the old. Don't hold on to old things day by day. Let go of what yesterday's worries and yesterday's troubles were and grab onto the new life that he has for you. Learn the news. Spend every day reading your word, learning, seeking after him. God, what have you got for me today? What new things do you want to show me today? I'm ready to learn. I'm open. And then thirdly, day by day, let's, let's walk out the new things that he has for us. Let's put them into practice. If he's challenging you to forgive, put that forgiveness into practice. If he's challenging you to pray, pray more. If he's challenging you to worship, let's worship him with all we've got. Put into practice the new life that he has for you. Amen. Let's stand and I want to pray over you. Lord, I thank you. I thank you that you have new life for each and every person here today. And I pray that, Lord, we wouldn't just settle for annual upgrades, self-improvement, making myself better. Lord, we want your new life, your life to the full, life over and above. And I pray that we could embrace that life each and every day. Lord, help us. Lord, where there's things we need to let go of from our past, past attitudes, past thoughts, past burdens, Lord, we give them to you right now. And I pray that as we open your word to learn, Lord, that you would speak to us in a new and a fresh way. Lord, teach us new things. Our hearts are open. Our minds are open. We want more from you. And Lord, I pray that you would help us, Lord, to have the discipline to walk out the new life you have for us. We don't want to just settle, but Lord, we want to walk in the new life day by day by day. We love you, Jesus, and we glorify you in your wonderful name. Good pass.